Football World. I am Jerry Azuma along with Sam Brief, and thank you for joining us on To The Points Podcast. You will hear us break down primetime NFL matchups and give you some bets that I like. All right, Sam, it's Thursday Night Football. It's time to go. Uh, This one's juicy for guys like us who, of course, are Bears fans, and I think a lot of our listeners are intrigued by this one. You've got the Lions, who suddenly seems like the kings of the north, and the Packers, who scored 18 points in the fourth quarter to take down the Saints just last week. So how do you see this one, Zoom? I'll tell you what, man. It's going to be a nice divisional matchup between the Lions and the Packers. It's for first place in the division that's on the line right now. And currently, the Lions are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. And 45 is your total. Now, both teams are coming off of wins. Green Bay, they came back from a 17-point deficit they came back to win that game so it's really nice to see that happen for them Um, they made a lot of key plays down the stretch and overall it was just a solid team win now the Packers they have a bunch of key players that are on the injury report right now Um, last week was no different like basically half their offensive line is is hurting right now Aaron Jones is a question mark Christian Watson is another question mark Jair Alexander who's a stud corner for them and his backup they're all hurting so they're all question marks as well so They'll, they'll have some uh, something to battle right there because they have a lot of guys that are down and not healthy going into this divisional matchup. Now, Jordan, he hasn't really played that bad. Um, you know, he's been a little underwhelming with his passing and finding his wide receivers, but he still hasn't played extremely bad. He's been pretty good. He's a mobile quarterback. He can scramble. He can make some plays, things like that. He's not dangerous, and a lot of people just don't fear him. But, you know, he's getting the job done for them, and that's what they want. Um, Like I said, their offensive line is hurting, so you can trust that the Lions will bring some pressure. They have an incredible defensive line, um, and they're going to be trying to win their one-on-one matchups and not necessarily bring in a lot of blitzes, but they know they have the advantage because their offensive line is hurting. So I can see a lot of one-on-one battles being won by the Lions. Now, they racked up seven sacks last week, so... You know, they're going to they're really good at sacking the quarterback. So they have the advantage there. Um, but shifting to the Lions offense, uh, Goff, he's actually been playing extremely well. You know, in my opinion, he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He likes to find his wide receivers. He gets the ball out of his hands quickly. He sustains drives. He makes a lot of different plays. So this offense, they can rack up a lot of yards and they can be explosive. Uh, they have St. Brown also who should get the ball a lot. I anticipate a lot of passes and a lot of targets going to him. And he's really good, especially with crossing routes and getting into space. So he could be very dangerous, especially against this defense. And Alexander, his backup, you know, uh, he's hurting right now for, for Green Bay. So you could trust that the ball will be up in the air a lot. Now, on the ground, Montgomery, if he doesn't go, then they have Gibbs, and Gibbs can spin him. I mean, he's really solid on the ground. So, mind you, the Packers have had a lot of trouble stopping the run. You know, they've given up over 200 yards uh, to the Falcons, which is not ideal if you want to win, you know, games in the NFL. So, I expect a balanced attack called by uh, O.C. Ben Johnson. So, I mean, if the Lions want to keep it on the ground and pound this team, certainly, Sam, they can do that. But, Sam, I got to tell you something, man. This is about first place in the NFC. So, I expect the maximum effort from both teams. It's going to be a fun divisional matchup. I think whenever you have primetime divisional game, you add a little bit of spice. Here's an interesting stat on the Packers that maybe tells you they're a little lucky. I'm not sure. You tell me how you see this. The Packers offense has already gained 154 yards this season 
on pass interference penalties. <laughs> the next closest team is Dallas with about half that at 73. Lucky? Well, when you throw the ball up, there's a couple of things that can happen, and pass interference is one of them. And they're truly taking advantage of, you know, kind of like a little loophole <laughs> for the offense advantage. So I still see the game plan with them trying to attack the ball, you know, down the field. They, ha they do have playmakers, but it's going to be a very interesting game, you know, down the, down the stretch. So you're taking Lions. I will take them as well. Any bets? Yeah. Yeah, so when we get to the points, I expect the Lions to take early control of this football game. I think they have a balanced um, offense attack, and they have a lot of playmaking ability, especially on defense. In the end, I think the Lions will cover the spread. And also, I like both of the tight ends in this game. Um, so put some extra change on Sam Laporta and Musgrave, both over 44 receiving yards and both having a touchdown. Zoom, I'm just antsy to talk about the Bears. <laughs> really? <laughs> Lions tonight. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. They are so bad that I can't stop thinking about them. I can't stop talking about them. I cannot wait to get to our tweets later. But we got a battle of the winless Bears and the uh. winless Broncos who are favored at Soldier Field after losing by 50. Yeah. Give me yeah, your thoughts, I guess. Losing by 50, you know, giving up 70 points, you know, but the Broncos are a three and a half point favorite at Soldier Field and the total for this game is at 46. So you're right. Where do we start with this game? Oh, my goodness. It's just a lot of bad going around for both teams. You know, both of the teams are a combined 0 and 6 this season, as you know, and the Bears are on a 13 game losing streak. Oh, my goodness. Please let the bleeding stop, please. And that actually is a franchise record. So. That's not something that they should be proud of. And the month of October is, what, next week? And the Bears' last win was last October. Can you believe that? It's been that bad. It's been that bad. Zoom, it's do you remember last year when I gave you a call and I said, hey, I got a job in Australia, I'm going to head down under, and I'll see yes. you in a few months? Yes. Since I made that call to you, the Bears <laughs> have not won a game. Yes, they haven't. I've been they around the world and back, and they're still winless. <laughs> That's how bad it's been. And the Broncos, I mean, like like you just said, they lost by 50. Uh, they lost by 50 points. They gave up 70 points last week. So that is just extremely bad. They almost set another record, <laughs> a bad record for the Broncos on that one as well. But if you're looking at some positives for the Chicago Bears, I tell you what, there is absolutely none. Zero. I can't hang my hat on anything positive that these Chicago Bears are doing. But the Broncos offense, they've been actually improving. You know what I'm saying? So I tell you what, they got embarrassed last week. Endeavor is now averaging 7.1 yards a pass and six yards per play. So Russell, actually, he's at the back end of his career and he's been playing actually well. Like, if you look at all these games, uh, these past three games, even though they've lost them all, he has gotten better and better and better. And uh, he's actually tossed the ball for over 300 yards, you know, for the past two weeks. So that's an area that they'll probably try to exploit with Russell. I think that this will be a, a good field game for him because obviously the Bears aren't really that good and their defense isn't that good. So I expect Russell to get after him, especially having a 300-yard um, passing game last week. Now, the problem with Denver is their defense, which is actually kind of weird because – on paper, they're really good. You look at this team on paper, and they have some ballers like all over the place. But let me read off a couple of stats for you. They're 32nd in total defense. They're 32nd in scoring defense. 
29th in passing defense, 32nd in rushing defense, and tied for 30th with one takeaway. That is as bad as it can get for a NFL franchise football team that actually has ballers on that side of the field. Very disappointing. And uh, that's something that they have to try to correct quickly or else it's going to be a long year for them. Now, the Bears, just as bad defensively. You know, they are 31st with points per game. They're 29th with yards per game. And offensively, the Bears have gotten worse every single week. Their point totals have gone from 20 to 17 to 10. So they have gotten worse every single week. And um, they're just playing some very uninspired football and flat football. You know, right now they're 27th in points per game, 29th in yards per game. It's just been very disappointing, especially on third down. Now, their third downs just keep on stalling, and it's they can't link drives together, and it's just a recipe for disaster in the NFL. You know, teams will really take advantage of you if you can't move those sticks, and they just can't do it, Sam. So, honestly, the struggles are real. There's no quick fix for this football team. They're getting worse every week, and it's very unfortunate, Sam. It is. The Bears have really nothing to hang their hat on, and at least the Broncos have Russell Wilson. I mean, we cannot forget who Russell Wilson is. He's a veteran quarterback. He's a Super Bowl champ. And when the going gets rough, and it's rough in Denver, he can always step up. And, God, he's playing the worst team in the NFL. They're totally going to win. And, hey, Taylor Swift was watching the Bears last week. Sierra is going to be watching them this week. Like, Oh, boy. I think Hollywood and the singers and, and all of pop culture just thinks the Bears suck. And they're right. Yeah, and they should. They should. I mean, the Bears haven't shown us anything, so – They're right to feel the way that they do. But let's go to this money minute, Sam. What do you think? Yeah, we got one of my favorite bears because I admire the fullback. I miss the fullback. So let's kick it to our man, Jason McKee, and his thoughts in today's Money Minute. Man, I'm thrilled to be a guest on the Money Minute sponsored by my boy, Zoom, Jerry Azuma. So we're talking Broncos and Bears. Hmm got a defense that gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins but we can't look at that obviously the Miami Dolphins have one of the hottest offenses in the NFL and we sorry to say it Bears fans we don't so what am I looking for in this game offensively we're gonna have to find a way to score you know how do you do that I think we got to sustain a running game something that we haven't had in the last few weeks when the runs have been called the backs have had success Khalil Herbert Rashawn Johnson have done some nice things when the runs have been called uh, but when they haven't, and we stick Justin Fields in the pockets, he struggled. Uh, not just him, we've struggled in pass protection. Our receivers struggled last week to make those 50-50 catches uh, when Justin put the ball up in the air. So if you want to have success, we got to score points. Uh, we know Russell Wilson's getting a little older in the tooth, but he does have Sean Payton. He did throw for 300 yards last week, so he can still do a lot of good things. They got a lot of good personnel on the offensive side of the ball, so we're going to have to score defensively. Our Achilles Hill since last year has been getting pressure on the quarterback. We can't get any sacks. We have one sack so far this year. Not good enough, Bears. We got to do better. We got to make sure we get Russell Wilson's jersey dirty. Um, so looking forward to this game. I'll be on the sideline. Hopefully we bring home a Bears win. I'm predicting Bears 28-17. to 17. Finally get that win after a 13-game losing streak. <laughs> Come on, man. 13-game losing streak. We got to do better. Bear down. 
That's my former teammate, and I've known him for over 20 years. I tell you what, man, he was a bruiser at Temple. You know, he's the head coach at Carmel High School in Illinois. And uh, right now he's a sideline reporter for the Bears uh, on game day. So, Jason McKee, man, thank you very much, man. That Money Minute was awesome. What job doesn't he have? <laughs> it's like a man with like seven jobs. All right. Former NFL fullback, sideline reporter, and head football coach. He is the man. Hey, Zoom, let's get to the points. All right. When we get to the points, the truth is both of these teams, they're not playing well. Both of them have problems in all sorts of areas, especially on the defensive side. But uh, I give the edge to the Broncos offense. You know, they're getting better every week and the Bears are just getting worse every week. And the Bears, they haven't done anything to gain my trust. So I'm taking the Broncos on the road in Soldier Field to cover the spread on this one. And I'm anticipating Uncle Russ having a solid day because I think Sierra's going to be there. And you know how guys like to, you know, ball out when their lady is watching. So put some change on him passing for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. Well, some guys ball out when the lady is watching, and some guys just crack and fold when the lady's watching. <laughs> it kind of depends how clutch you are. I will peg Russell Wilson as the clutch type. I know we have two really bad defenses, so that tells me that if I have one of these guys on my fantasy team, maybe on the bench, maybe I should elevate them to the starting roster. What are some of your fantasy thoughts? Oh, yeah. Fantasy football. Now, this is going to sound kind of crazy, but I'm going to go back to the Bears and the Broncos game, right? I'm going to say start Justin Fields. Now, I know this sounds kind of crazy, but if you look at the Broncos and you look at their defense, they've allowed the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks this season. So start Justin Fields. I tell you what, I think I hopefully he can figure some things out, especially on the ground, because I feel like he can run all over the place. So make sure that you start. Justin Fields, but also start Russell Wilson. You know, every quarterback to face the Bears this season has scored at least 20.4 fantasy points. So start Russell Wilson. He has uh, consecutive games with 300 yards passing, and I'm anticipating him coming to Soldier Field, you know, and putting on, putting on an extremely good performance for Sierra. <laughs> so an extremely good performance for Taylor Swift <laughs> and then an extremely good performance for Sierra. Okay, Zoom, this is how I want to finish it off because you got the Twitter fingers nice and hot over the weekend mm -hmm. after that Bears train wreck, and you asked your audience, in your expert opinion, what is the biggest problem with the Bears? So I'm going to read you some of our favorite responses and just give me a quick thought on all these, all right? Yeah, no problem. Okay, let's start with this one. At Tom underscore paints tells us, the biggest problem with the Bears is the Bears. <laughs> I, just, I love that one. Okay, let's go to this one. Nutless Wonder 62 says D-line and QB. Which right. one is more right. of a problem? Well, the Bears have problems all over the place. If you look at this defensive line, football basically starts in the trenches. And right now, the Chicago Bears trenches on offense and defense just aren't performing well. And then everything else usually collapses behind, behind that. Now, there is a lot of truth to the defensive line not getting enough pressure, and therefore, you know, there's a breakdown, you know, at the second level and then at the third level with them being hurt and things like that. So it all kind of goes hand-in-hand, hand, hand in hand, but it starts up front, and the D-line is just not getting it done. But Justin Fields also, 
you know, isn't getting the job done either. He's missing some wide open wide receivers. He's late on his timing. He's holding the ball. He's hesitant. He's not trusting himself. He's not using his legs like he did last year. So there's a lot of concern and a lot of blame that can go around on this team. Uh, These were two responses that were stacked on top of each other, and it strikes me that they're sort of opposites in a way. One of them is biggest problem is coaching, and the other one says biggest problem is roster construction. Very interesting. It's very interesting. Um, The roster construction, like this is a rebuild, as we know. So Poles wanted to go in and strip this team to its bare bones and find, you know, the pieces that kind of put this team together, find his foundational, you know, essential pieces. So we're still looking for that. You know, I kind of feel like there aren't like a lot of job security that's that's locked in. I feel like guys are still trying to perform that that to see if they can stay here and belong here and be like a pivotal piece, a cornerstone piece for the Chicago Bears. So that's something interesting to like really think about the construction of this team. But it's definitely not working out the way that they anticipated this year. All right, a few more. Just I'm going to read them off before we sign off on this episode. I see literally everything. Coaching, coaching, the Bears, development, culture, ownership, owners, coaching, effort, and the McCaskey family. But Zoom, I'll finish off by asking you, what is the biggest problem with the Bears? Oh, man, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Usually... When you look at teams like this, there's one specific thing or a specific area that's just really broken. But right now, offensively, they're broken. Defensively, they're broken. Special teams hasn't been that bad. Um, coaching staff has really struggled to like really put this team together and put them in positions to win. The players aren't really performing at a high level that we thought that they would perform at. So there's blame that can be you know shifted all over the place. Um, if I were to look at a place that is actually pretty good for the Chicago Bears, I would say their running game. I think that they can, you know, move the, the move the line of scrimmage and they can rush rush that uh, that rock. I think Roshan is a really good running back. I think that he runs extremely hard. So and Fields, obviously, he rushed for what 1,100 yards last year. Let's get him in motion. Let's call some more design runs for him just to kind of get his feel for the game. And I think that we start there (laughs) because there's a lot of bad. And I'm just trying to focus in on something that's good. But right now, I just see it as take the ball out of Fields hand. Either he hands it off to Roshan or he just runs it. And I feel like that will get the Bears going in the right direction. Jerry Azuma for president, 2024. (laughs) That's my thought. All right, Zoom, take us home. Okay, football world, this has been To The Points. Thank you for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe and follow Jerry Azuma and Sam Brief on all social media platforms. Until next time, guys. (laughs)